This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It's the Larry Kudlow Show. Free market prosperity starts here. Now, here's Larry Kudlow. Hello, everyone. I'm Larry Kudlow. Great pleasure to be with you. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. we got a lot of stuff to do today. We'll be on, and uh, let's see. i got Newt Gingrich coming up at the half hour to talk about one thing or another. By the by, um, you can get us on the Internet. You can live stream us on the Internet, right? It's LarryKudlowShow.com. LarryKudlowShow.com. That's the Internet one, right? LarryKudlowShow.com. I just asked the producer. He doesn't know. I just asked the senior guy. He doesn't know. So I'll just make it up. But I think that's true. It runs across the country and um, all around the world and throughout the solar system and the Milky Way. So it's terrific. LarryKudlowShow.com. Yes, go not up and down, fellas. All right, right, right. That's good. All right, we're there. Um, during the week, FBN, Fox Business Network, the name of the show is Kudlow. 4 to 5 p.m. every day, 4 to 5 p.m. every day. And if you can't get there at 4, you know, you can text message your favorite 9-year-old who will teach you how to DVR the show, and you'll never miss a thing. Now, a bunch of things to talk about here at the opening. One of them was Biden's awful State of the Union. Terrible. Everything was wrong. Big government socialism. Spend more, tax more. Regulate more, borrow more, inflate more. I mean, honestly, it was just terrible. It's like every he scratched every Democratic itch in that speech. And then he goes through this ridiculous, moronic attack on Republicans for Social Security and Medicare, which uh, Kevin McCarthy, the new speaker, uh, said is off the table. In fact, I saw Kevin uh, Tuesday morning. That Tuesday morning, we had a brunch with a few people off the table. And I know some Republican, God forbid, somebody should talk about Social Security and Medicare. I mean, that's how stupid this is. So they're they're like trying to hang uh, Ron Johnson for something he said a while back or Rick Scott for something he said a while back or anybody who uttered those words. I mean, it's just nonsense. I mean, Biden himself, down through the years as a senator, talked about cutting Social Security and Medicare, and he also talked about sunsetting it every five years to take a look at it, which is what Rick Scott says. And, folks, let me just tell you, without getting too deep into the weeds, you've got about six, maybe six years for the Medicare fund before that thing goes bankrupt. And then you've got about 10 years for the Social Security fund. So the time to deal with those problems, I mean, I don't know how many people, 150 million people are in. I'm in Social Security. I like Social Security. I get three grand a month. My wife gets even more. I don't know how she figured that out, but she gets a little more. But the system's got to be bolstered. 
and ditto for Medicare, which could really use some reforms, some transparency, because it's all tied up, you know, with big government uh, socialism. It's, you know, one big central planning operation. Uh, I had Steve Forbes, the great, great Steve Forbes was on our TV show yesterday, and he talked about, you know, a number of uh, reforms for Medicare, including, by the way, transparency for prices, transparency for the performance of doctors and hospitals, and stop these government controls, which make drugs scarce and the price has to go up. And by the way, the Bidens have already tinkered with the um, with the Advantage, uh, Medicare Advantage program. I mean, Biden's just, you know, this is, it's, it's like, it's like yelling, you're a communist 50 or 60 years ago. Ah, you talked about Social Security and Medicare. The reality is, I'll bet you voters and beneficiaries are a lot smarter, and they know down the road there's going to be a problem with those two entitlement funds. And they're important to American life. Don't get me wrong. We should sustain them. I worked for Ronald Reagan over 40 years ago. He appointed a commission. The commission was run by Alan Greenspan, and I I think it had co-commissioners, Democrat Senator Daniel Patrick Moynihan, AFL-CIO President uh, Lane Kirkland. In other words, there were Democrats and Republicans on this commission. Uh, I was one of the staff people at the time. I was the head economist and deputy director of the OMB, the Budget Bureau. And my boss, David Stockman, was heavily involved in these discussions. And you know what? They came up with a solution that lasted, I don't know, 50 years, 60 years. So you need to do that now. But, of course, Biden is just trying desperately to use this for political advantage. So all he's doing is distracting from what's right in front of him, and that is the U.S. debt ceiling, U.S. borrowing limits, will have to be raised by legislation Sometime this spring, I don't know whether it's going to be May or June or maybe July in the summer, but it's going to happen. And it's not going to happen without spending cuts because Joe Biden managed to spend, borrow nearly $5 trillion in his first two years. That is a world global interplanetary solar system record. And by the way, if you go down the laundry list of all the crap he wants, I mean, it's really a great story here. He wants to regulate pharmaceuticals, tech companies, bank credit cards. He wants to regulate, he wants to dictate the fees, resort fees, hotel fees. He even said, well, some of this isn't even a hotel. It's like, Regulating Motel 6. Are you kidding me? He wants to regulate what tech companies charge, what drug companies charge, what bank credit cards charge, cable, internet, cell phones, tickets to sporting events, airline baggage, and non-compete employment contracts. Of course, give the teachers union a big raise. Restore the full child tax credit, okay? Restore the full child tax credit. 
push it. He wants to push it up to thirty six hundred dollars per kid. That would cost roughly. Are you ready for this? Ten. I'm sorry. One point six trillion. Just that alone. One point six trillion dollars over ten years, and there would be no work requirements. So parents will get paid for their kids. They don't have to work. That is insanity. But again, it's a, you know, left-wing Democrats are scratching every itch they have. Every single left-wing itch. And on top of that, he wants to jack up taxes on wealthy people, successful earners, entrepreneurs, corporations, stocks. Just awful. I mean, you know, you want to solve the budget. And... You know, for example, you you want to solve Medicare and Social Security. Part of the solution, a big part of the solution, would be to grow the economy at about 3.5% per year, which is what we did for 50 years between 1947 and 2000. I've said this before. I'll say it again. If we grow the economy at 3.5% a year, more people would work, more new businesses would be formed, more growth and prosperity would occur, revenues would come flowing in, if you, particularly if you coupled that with work requirements. The government would be spending less, they would be getting more revenues, that would bolster Social Security and Medicare as well. Think about that. 3.5% growth. So, since 2000, under Republicans and Democrats, the economy has grown at an average of a little bit more than 1.5%. Trump had it going pretty good there for about 18 months until the Federal Reserve came crashing down. Trump had it up about 4% for about a year and a half. Then the Fed started squashing that stupidly. There was no inflation. By the way, that reminds me, Biden lies all the time. He says he inherited inflation from Trump. The economy was reeling from Trump, you know. Sure it was, Joe. The inflation rate was 1.4%, and the economy in the first quarter was 6.5%. In the third quarter of 2020, as we started to come out of uh, the terrible virus, the economy grew at 35% at an annual rate. And then the next quarter was about 4 or 5, and then the first quarter was 6.5, with no inflation. Trump handed Biden a superb economy on a silver platter, and Biden completely mangled it with his high inflationary spend, tax, and regulate. Last year, 2022, right? Last year, the U.S. economy grew at a measly 1% with a 6.5% inflation rate, which was, by the way, running 9 to 10% for about the first four months of the year. Is that growth, 1%? With a 6.5% inflation rate, which is three times the Federal Reserve's target, and where people, ordinary working folks, blue-collar working folks, see their wages shrinking because of inflation. And listen to this. The cost of living, which is the CPI, the cost of living went up 14% in Biden's two years, first two years. 
That is the highest two-year increase since Jimmy Carter. Okay? That's a fact. Everything I've said is facts. You disagree with me? I'm happy to do it. Write in WABC. I'll try to respond. These are facts. And Biden took a really healthy economy and essentially bombed it. Bombed it into the ground. 1% growth, six, I think 6.3% GDP deflator. CPI, I think, for the year, year end to year round is about 6.5. So whose fault is that? Workers' take-home pay went down by 1.5%. They lost money. Despite a healthy labor market, inflation wiped out take-home pay. And Biden, of course, wants to spend and tax and regulate even more. He attacks big oil. Says they make too much money. And by the way, he says, okay, we'll use oil and gas for 10 more years. He basically announced the death of fossil fuels. Like, according to Biden, fossil fuels is a dead man walking. 10 more years, and that's it. Well, that's just utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. Fossil fuels supply of over 70% of our energy and our power, Okay. Over 70. Refined petroleum products permeate the economy. A couple of hundred areas, including the clothes you wear, the glasses you wear, your doctor's stethoscope, etc., etc. So I could go on forever. And Biden thinks he's going to end that in 10 years. No, he's not. What a stupid thing to say. And by the way, the reason all prices are high is because we stopped producing. All right. Barrels per day is still under 12 million. Trump left it slightly over 13 million pre-pandemic. A million barrels a day in a rising economy is a big shortage. That is another reason the inflation rate has gone up, besides federal spending and borrowing. So sure, the oil companies have profits, Because prices are very high, higher than they expected. Even today, even though Biden has basically spent over uh, roughly half of our strategic petroleum reserve in order to get gasoline prices down, I mean, he's wasted a national security tool badly. I don't know how he's going to recover and buy that stuff back. But even with that, crude oil is roughly $80 a barrel. It should be 50 Gasoline is roughly $3.50 nationwide. It should be two and a quarter. So, yeah, the oil companies made a lot of money, more than they expected, because you wouldn't let them drill, no permits. So there's a shortage, and the economies were rising, and prices went up. It was his stupid policies, radical green nonsense. And he's not letting up now. There was no mention of permitting reform. Joe Manchin, I'm sorry. You double-crossed us on the inflation reduction bill, and they double-crossed you, and you got nothing. So we're in a fix. And by the way, Americans don't like it one bit. 
big majorities believe they're worse off today than they were two years ago. I'll take a quick break, talk some more about this, and I want to talk about the absolutely fabulous speech by my pal Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the new governor of Arkansas. It was a riveting speech. She stole the show from Biden. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Now, back to the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks, to the Larry Kudlow. Um, we'll talk more about the State of the Union message and how awful it was and how these politicians are trying to pull the wool over your eyes for your Medicare and Social Security. I mean, we need to preserve that stuff and strengthen it. But I want to switch uh, gears a little bit because my very dear friend, Sarah Huckabee, Sanders, who's the governor of um, Arkansas, just elected last November. She is the uh, youngest woman governor in the country. I don't know if she's the youngest governor or not. Sarah was the press secretary in the Trump White House when I worked there. We were dear friends. We're still dear friends. And gave a fabulous, riveting speech. Really, really good stuff. Blasting Biden's whole economic agenda, his social woke agenda, and, um, I mean, he's like stole the show, okay, stole the show. Sarah says, I'm for freedom, he's for government control. At 40, I'm the youngest governor in the country. At 80, he's the oldest president in American history. I'm the first woman to lead my state. He's the first man to surrender his presidency to a woke mob that can't even tell you what a woman is. I just love that. And the radical left's America, Washington taxes you and lights your hard-earned money on fire, but you get crushed with high gas prices, empty grocery shelves, and our children are taught to hate one another on account of their race, but not to love one another or our great country. Whether Joe Biden believes this madness or is simply too weak to resist it, his administration has been completely hijacked by the radical left. And this is it. Right here comes the key point. The dividing line in America is no longer between right and left. The choice is between normal or crazy. I mean, that is a fabulous, fabulous line. And uh, she told a riveting story about President Trump's trip, uh, secret trip to Iraq Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, to visit the troops. Sarah was on the plane. It was terrific stuff. She was a great storyteller. Uh, But she got her messages out, and she made it very clear uh, that Biden's woke socialism is the wrong way. And that some of this stuff is crazy. Some of this woke stuff is crazy. Some of this stuff about gender... Race, everything's racism, and of course, high taxes and regulations and spending. And uh, 
in Arkansas. She will show you an example of free market supply side economics. She's already put together a terrific school choice program. And uh, she's done some other things. She'll start cutting taxes as soon as she can. It was a fabulous speech, really fabulous, riveting, and hit all the important points. A complete rebuttal to Biden's speech and a completely different style. The choice is between normal or crazy. I love that. Anyway, stick around. More on Sarah Huckabee, more on Joe Biden, more on the economy, more on what the Republicans' debt ceiling budget cuts will do. The great, I mean it, the great Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House, will be here in just a couple minutes. Another dear friend of mine will chew on everything. 